Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Hello. How much is this podcast, you say? Free? Well, the advice that we're about to give uh, better match that price point. What a bargain, you guys. What <laughs> I know, a bargain. right? All of this work, all of this comedy, entertainment, laughs, cries, Blood, free. sweat, tears. Not costing you a single thing. But that's <laughs> Now probably, join our Patreon. No, we don't have a Patreon That's yet. probably a good thing because we're here to give advice on, a, on today's mini episode uh, as we answer questions sent in from our dear readers so for a free podcast you're getting some free advice take it take with it take it what you what you will and uh also our lawyers are requiring us to say that it's a general in nature and we have no idea what we're doing so please don't take the yes, advice that's right necessarily or take it your own risk yes <laughs> we've got to do a uh, sped up uh disclaimer for the uh for the beginning <laughs> of these but, but I'll, op- I'll open the batting with a question to you elizabeth sure what do you think of the idea of soulmates don't believe in him. Don't believe. Well, I don't believe in romantic soulmates. I believe in people... Like, the idea of soulmates is that certain people are destined yes. to be in each other's there life. There are seven billion people on the yes. planet and two of you are... Uh, yeah. And you... No, I think that's garbage. Yes, um, because you... Yeah, I met my soulmate working in the same office in the, the same town in the same state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, like, I think that... Um, Soulmates, the idea of soulmates means that you'll probably ignore a lot of red flags in order to keep that person as your soulmate because you're like, well, if it's fated, then maybe I'm just not putting in hard enough work or, you know, I think I think you have to choose to be with somebody every single day. I don't think you can say, well, it's a done deal. Thanks, universe. Mm. Like, But having said that, there are some friends that I call my soulmates, not because I think we were fated, but because I think that on a soulful level, we may match and complement each other Mm. Um, and so it's a slightly different context Um, but like I've got one female friend in particular who we've sent flowers to each other and been like soulmates because our souls intertwine not because they have to but because we choose to and she gives me an immense amount of support and I provide that back. I sub- yeah, I subscri- subscribe to that kind of interpretation of it. I th- I would say that there is there are thousands, maybe even millions of married couples throughout history, throughout the world now, who are dead, alive, indifferent, whatever, who are saying, no, I met my soulmate, I loved this person with all my heart. I, so there's loads of people out there who who believe in and buy into that idea. But I think there isn't one for you. There isn't just one soulmate. No. I think, but someone can come along who can you can fall so deeply into and become, you can become that with someone, I, I I'm sure. I feel like if you contextualise soulmates less as in fated and more as yes. in your souls are intertwined yes. and you nourish each other's souls, then I think that that's acceptable. Yes, so I can buy it uh, from that, from that uh, perspective. So... 
I've got an interesting one. This isn't a question. This is a resolution to a previous question that was asked. Oh, goody, so goody, goody, do goody. we remember? Do we remember the Dad Bod Voldemort saga, where uh, a person that wrote in had somebody across the fence from them who was constantly watching and making her feel uncomfortable and doing inappropriate things? Yes, he things. was a married man. Wasn't he was a he? married and man. She was married. Yes, and uh, she's yes. also married. Yes, I recall. Yes. So uh, I got this message. So a resolution for you today. I confronted Dad Bod Voldemort. It has taken me months of fear and it has been horrible having him trying to spot me through every sightline. But I finally told him to leave me alone in a polite way. I got this back. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cause you any discomfort. I'm ashamed for my actions and I understand that it is absolutely not acceptable to behaving to be behaving in this manner. It will not happen again. I have betrayed your trust, his wife's trust and her husband's trust. And I would like to be friends. However, I understand that this is not possible. My own personal Personal issues have ruined a good relationship between us and I appreciate that you have reached out and made it clear that this is not acceptable. I will not do this again and thank you for discussing this in confidence. Sorry, that last yes. bit made me laugh. Thank you um, so much for keeping it quiet. So I, I, I said to this person who wrote in, I said, oh, look, well, at least that's good that you've gotten that. And she's like, yeah, but he's still doing it. And of course he would be. Like, uh, I, was one, I was wondering if uh, what the how we're reading it, where, what, the, uh, what the mood was. Mm, so I'm hoping going. that he feels a little bit chastened that all four – because apparently um, he didn't realise that uh, the reader's – husband also knew about this situation Uh, already thinking that she would have kept it secret right and i'm hoping that the fact that uh it is very much out in the open might at least temper his behavior somewhat but apparently yeah he's uh hopefully but he said all the bloody right things i know but i'm so can i just say rita i am so proud of you for um for I feel like we just recorded an episode on boundaries so I'm like I'm so proud of you for setting that boundary um and for you know calling out disgusting behavior where it should be called out because it can be really um nerve-wracking to have to say something that you know someone may not react positively but it's it's you know you have to call out terrible behavior when it happens that's right Rita you said in your message you for months you were scared over what to do or I'm paraphrasing here yeah but you beat that fear you you got to you got to a resolution. So this is a personal success, yes. if nothing else. A triumph. But yes, so if you have any um if if we've answered one of your questions and you do have a resolution, please write it in. We love follow ups and we love to know. Um and yeah, the episode where that particular thing was addressed is literally called Dad Bod Voldemort. So if you want to go back and listen to um what this reader's uh, question was and how it turned out, feel free. But nice to get a resolution to yeah. a to a, a previously visited idea. All right. Would you like me to go to an actual question or yes, do you please. have one? Let's go. Okay. So, hi guys. Backstory. We've been together about four years. I have two kids and he has two kids and we moved in together after about a year of dating. I had a bit of a hunch about him. He told me that I am the only girl he's never cheated on and been 100% faithful to throughout our relationship. Over the summer, he started spending a lot of time at a local bar with friends. At first, I didn't care, but then it turned into three or four times a week and there was a new bartender who'd started there around that time she was cute she was young she was flirtatious whatever 
He stopped going to the bar in October and he said he was trying to do the right thing and be at home with his family. So already I'm like, red flags. I went through his phone the other night. I don't condone, but I understand. Uh, Something had been off and I wanted to know what was going on. Uh, I come to find out that he's been texting this bartender for about three months. It just so happens it started immediately after he stopped going to the bar. I also discovered that they've been sending nudes and talking about having sex. I woke him up at 3am and confronted him and he swears all they did was talk, that they never had sex and never even meet up. Then, get ready with the dump in button. Mm, I'm hovering. Then he tells me that I was an asshole to him during that time and he says I've put on weight and he doesn't like it. So that okay. pushed him to talk okay. to dump him. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. He swears that he only wants to be with me and that I can go through his phone whenever I want now. He says he only uh, did it because we were going through a rough patch. But the weight thing, this, this breaks my heart, the weight thing that he said is the thing that's really bothering me. I have put on weight and he made the comment that we haven't even had any kids together when I was discussing how large I am. I want to drop a ton of weight and then leave his ass, but I feel like I should just leave him now, especially for the kids' sake. Um, but then why put them through that if I have no intention? of staying please help okay uh you don't have to lose any weight nope. before you lose him no nope. he, he will be the best weight you lose yep. i think uh, exactly if you dump his ass um uh, kids complicate things as well they're That's not a, kids together though they're yeah, her yeah. two and his two but they've they've moved in together yeah, there's true. a fa- little family dynamic that's unfortunate that's annoying but it, it all, it's not the end, to, uh, end of the world um and there's other there's all other red flags uh, when you first started dating he said hey i've cheated on everyone else in in my past but <laughs> not, not you. you i can promise you that toots like you don't need that's it's not that a qualifier extra, that, it's that thing that we talk about about giving too much information in the alibi if you have to mention it it's clear that it's something that's on your mind yes um so that's a there was a second thing that there's a sorry a, a fair bit to sort of unpack here and and yeah she asked for help i don't know in regards to help how is our help just uh look out for yourself respect yourself and dump him you know what's the what's the help that okay we give? well here's a couple of little bits of help number Number one, only lose weight if you feel like you want to do it for you. There we go. Because ding, I ding, ding. understand um, that sometimes, you know, you feel crappy about putting on weight, um, but you shouldn't want to lose it if somebody else tells you to lose it. It's like, I understand that sometimes you can feel like you're not, and this has happened to me, you feel like you're not at home in your body anymore. And that's a problem. So if you would like to rectify that and feel better about yourself, then do it. I would suggest... First of all, I feel like dumping him is is you have to. Like I just I think that if you stay then he'd constantly every single time he sways, he'd be like, But you didn't do the dishes last week, so my penis just had to go elsewhere. Like yeah. he'll the fact that he didn't even own it and say, I fucked up, I shouldn't have, the fact that he put it on you is something that will never, ever, ever change. It sounds like this behaviour would continue like the which the the same patterns would continue going forward the sa- you'd be having the same conversations yep. the same uh and it will be at detriment to your mm. um emotional 
health because you will constantly and then if you allow it to happen for too long instead of going fuck you you cheated you'll end up going I need to be better so that he doesn't cheat and that will send you crazy for years so at the end you say uh, I want to drop a ton of weight and then leave him no leave him then drop a ton of weight if you want to do it because then you end up he never has touched the new body that you've managed to find happiness in that's right that's good advice Liz get a get Get, the get, revenge get body is a thing, mm. people. All right, Tom, do and, you um, have another? Don't, uh, oh. And uh, just quickly, yep. uh, straight men aren't that valuable. <laughs> straight men made themselves valuable. We put uh, straight white men made themselves valuable because they're at the top of the food chain. And they said they were. And, and they we said, just they're, they're, oh, okay, society, but cool. They, they, we absolutely are not. Uh, and as <laughs> one of that thing, we're a dime a fucking dozen. So if you're worried, don't worry about dumping someone or not. There, we're out there. Don't worry. Yeah, we're not that special. No, uh, Elizabeth. Yes. How can you make a long distance relationship work? Not is it a good idea or can you or yeah, yes no, but how can you make it work? How can you make I'm it work? I'm smiling because it just so happens that on my other podcast, Castology, I reviewed a podcast called Big Leaps, Tiny Changes. You beauty. Um, and basically what that podcast is, and I think everybody should listen to it, it's fabulous. There's one episode, they're about f- 10 to 15 minutes long about sure. different issues and one of them was can long distance work or, or how to make long distance work. And the gist of um, what they were saying is that um, it's important to schedule time together yes. because otherwise if you, you know, I, I know friends who've been in long distance relationships before and one of them's like, oh, why don't we just chat when we want to chat? And it, it, you it, don't have that luxury it, anymore. You yeah. don't. You need to make more of an effort when you're apart to communicate than you would when you're together. So making sure that you schedule like date phone conversations or date times, mm. um, make sure that you both have good expectations on like communicating. So if, you, if you're busy and someone texts you in the middle of the work day your partner texts you in the middle of the work day and you're busy then you need to make sure that you text them back and say I'm busy um, but I'll chat tonight like that extra bit of reassurance Mm. is super super key there are so many more um, different uh, ways that they talk about on the um, also they the podcast is great so for the first five or ten minutes it talks about um you know the statistics on long distance relationships so it gives you some facts on whatever the topic is and then it gives you quick solutions that you can do to make it work so uh big leaps tiny changes listen to the episode i know that i'm passing the buck here but it was just so good that um it's worthwhile one day there'll be a podcast for us to defer every question to um (laughs) i think uh, maybe manage your expectation or understand the the relationship understand what you're setting up and what you're building what you're building to um, yeah have an end date if you can because or at least a, a date where you're going to reassess but then also, uh, uh, yes, and uh, technology nowadays, uh, I don't need to tell you, is, is pretty good. Uh, if you go for a walk um, at, in the afternoon, FaceTime the person. A friend and they, of mine has just started doing that. As yeah. they do it, as, as they go for a walk, like go for an interactive walk, uh, so, uh, walk together or face do the FaceTime. But you have to maintain, I think, the long distance relationship. It has, it's work it, uh, as any relationship is, but it is hard. It is a, there is a, a bump up in the amount of work 
work, the amount of care, the amount of, I don't know, you have to be careful. And so many things can be misread, so just make sure you're very clear with Mm. your communication, I think. Absolutely. All right. I don't know why I picked a lot of cheating stories today, but I did. That's okay. Um, So this one is uh, from a guy, because look, we're equal opportunity here about talking about how garbage some humans are. We're not just hating on men, we'll hate on shitty women too. Anyone can bag anyone in my mind. Yep, it's the rules. Uh, so my 23-year-old girlfriend of four and a half years cheated on me, in brackets, I'm 29-year-old male, several times uh, over Christmas with her 40-year-old boss. I feel absolutely devastated. About a week later, I asked her to tell me the whole story in great detail because she begged me to give our relationship another try. She promised to be truthful and tell the whole story, and she did, but I have this weird feeling inside me, so I did some digging and found out that even though she promised to be truthful, she had omitted more than half of the intimate situations and now we're in an even worse spot than the first place. There's no trust, not even a little, because she lied to me even though she promised to be truthful and her explanation was that she didn't want to talk about it. Despite this, I still feel like I want to give it a try. What bothers me most is, number one, she lied to me after promising to be truthful. Number two, before she cheated on me, I told her that her behavior is pushing me away, but she never did anything to fix that. And number three, there are now constantly images in my mind where she's getting shagged by another dude. Has anyone has anyone else been in a similar situation to this? Um, what, uh, so I think they're asking for other people to write in as well. Has anyone else ever been in a similar situation? How's the relationship after making up and what has changed? Can you even get over something? like this and how and what is the person who was cheated on thinking or feeling? Dump them! 110%. I mean, so, uh, it's kind of, yeah, it doesn't feel, <laughs> it kind of feels redundant talking about it because it's, uh, it, we're only going to get sort of frazzled and annoyed. Okay. Look, Calm I get down. it. I get it. I have been in your shoes, Rita. I have been there. I have uh, found out that my partner was having an affair. I've had the, but I really want to work on it. Let's try and work on it. And then on and off for a year and a half longer than the relationship should have been, during which time that person did cheat on me again, repeatedly with the same person that he said he was no longer cheating on me with, and then tried to make me seem crazy for not forgiving him um, and so there are two scenarios here because I also know somebody who's uh, cheated on their husband um, and promised to do the work and did the work and they're now in a very strong place even though he still has a lot of triggering moments and that's hard so first of all you need to figure out whether the fact that she does not want to talk about it was lying or sparing you and that's contextual mm. I believe um the reader said there's zero trust. I think there's almost almost no way to come back from zero trust. I'm I'm cutting I'm pretty uh, cut and dry with this one. Uh, get out of there. Reader, you want you put it you put asked a question to the universe. Uh, has anyone else uh, done similar things? Uh, your what you want is for hundreds of people to write in going, "Yes, my husband cheated on me when we first got together, but we're now all tickety-boo and rosy." Those those stories aren't going to flow in by the hundreds. Those stories are the exception. 
exception. They're yeah. not the rule. And I think uh, maybe maybe you enjoy having sex or you enjoy there's something that's keeping you that wants that's keeping you there. But there's a whole lot that shouldn't be. Uh, she doesn't. You said there's no trust. She can't talk to you. So there's no you know there's no communication. And she cheated on you. Uh, there's there's a shopping list beginning here um, of reasons to to get out. So I don't think there's a lot of room personally for for, for help in this in this regard. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna. Uh, it's yeah, very go, go, you're allowed to. It's go. very un me, but I'm gonna argue. So I'm not saying you should stay together. I don't think you should. There I don't you think you should. But I also think that you're gonna do what you want to do regardless of what anybody else says, right? Mm. So here's my advice: if you decide to do the dumb thing that I'm pretty sure you're gonna do, um, the only way that you can get over something like this is if the person who cheated on you is willing to be so fucking open that it's uncomfortable yes. for them. Yes. And it's going to seem like you're punishing them on a daily basis. You have to be really careful not to punish them, but also that they know that their life has to be an open book in order it's their job to win you back mm. it's not your job to deal with what happened so if that person is willing to go the extra mile every fucking day to potentially even though they think it's a bad idea that you look at their phone to show you their phone every day to give you all their passwords you know I'm not saying that you should be snooping these things that's bad you but in order for a relationship to ever come back to cheat the other person has to be so willing to earn your trust back that their whole life becomes an open book to you. If that is not the case, it will not work. That's right. It should be a campaign of change and effort and and honesty and openness on the other uh, on behalf of the other of and, the other, yeah. other person. In the relationship where I've seen this work, she did the work. Yep. And like, if, and it was fucking hard, and it still is fucking hard years on. And but if you if you don't think that this girl that cheated on you can do the work in six months a year three years you know it's it's got to be it can't be just it doesn't get fixed now and then perfect now and your then job stay. isn't to deal with it her job is to fix it yeah and can okay you stay with this girl what's this what's what what's she done to you three years down the line five years down the line yeah is that going is uh, there's a lot of soul searching on both parts but if the other person isn't willing to 100% do the hard fucking work and keep that book of life open Open, more open than it would be with anybody else, then it's not worth it. But if you won't work. if you can't communicate and if there's no zero trust and the, it doesn't doesn't look good for me, my friend, I'm sorry that you're in that in that position. Mm-hmm. I have one more question. Or sure. do you, is no, that all right? Can, Just because have. it's it's very rare that we get questions about being single. Hmm? Um, and so, uh, so today I'm writing because I'm upset about being single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy and independent, and I don't need no man and all that jazz. I live that daily but also I'm actively dating and have been for years I've never been able to find anyone to commit uh, to or anyone who will commit I'm just really sensitive today that maybe I might never find someone look I'm okay being single but it's hard when you're ready for a relationship and nothing works out I take a look inward I do therapy I have a good job good house cute funny but nothing sticks end rant I just wish I knew what I was doing wrong oh I'm so firstly I'm I'm, I'm sorry reader my heart I'm a little heart's breaking for you uh it's it can often be it's so discouraging and heartbreaking to ask the world for something small you know to someone to spend your life with and and it, and it won't come up 
but it's okay. Don't don't despair. What's you know? I suppose uh, you need to figure out first. What do you what do you want? Do you want uh, do you want a, a, a children down the line? Do you want just a just a, a husband or wife? You know? Do you want a family? Do you want you can figure out what that is, and that might and not 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 just in your life now, sitting sitting at this point in your life. What 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 do I want two years from now? Ten years from now? And that might affect uh, or influence how you look for a, how you look for a person or the type of person you look for. So that might be a, might be a solution for you. I don't know if you've already got all this figured out. I'm sorry, reader. I'm just uh, responding to what I'm given. But it is hard. Yeah, look, it's right. It's tough. I I get this. I feel you. I'm mm. right there. So I've been single by choice for about two years now. Two or three, uh, two and a half. Um, before that, I was desperately dating, but now I've just decided. No, you know what? And there are times where I'll sit there and have a little cry because I will be watching a romantic movie and someone's kissing passionately, and I'm like, I forget what that feels like to have that care behind it and it gets me down but what I work on a lot in therapy is realizing that my happy ending could look very different to what I thought it would like um and I'm not sure if I've announced this online uh, on air before, but um, I'm currently going through the preliminary steps to do IVF um, because I'm in my 30s and I've come to the realization that kids are a non-negotiable for me, but mm. I also don't want to make a terrible um, a terrible mistake in choosing someone to have children with that that I'm then tied to forever. Yeah. Um, And so, and I remember that when I first broke up with my ex and mum was like, maybe you can have a baby by yourself. I was fucking furious because I said to her, I was like, my dream is family, not kids. But what I've come to realise is that me plus my support networks plus a baby, and even if the baby doesn't work out, that is my family. That's your family, yep. Um, So it can be sad and it can be demoralising and it can be really difficult, especially when you see everybody else being happy out there, but also realise that they're probably not as happy as you think they are and you might be a lot happier single. That's right. Rita, you did they did say you were happy single or something something like that. She said okay that. being simple, okay. single, but also said happy independent don't need no man. I th- yeah, uh, f- I get the focusing... missing of the love though. It's oh, absolutely. Hard. Absolutely. It's hard sometimes. Um but marriage isn't marriage isn't the end goal. Marriage has a fail rate that would re- uh, require it to do summer semester at uni, you know. Yeah. It's not a <laughs> it's not a good institution. So don't don't race towards that by, by any means. Um, um, be comfortable. I don't know. It's so hard. It's I've never had to tell myself this because I like it. But like being alone, being comfortable uh, alone or single or whatever word you want to use. Try, uh, trying to tell someone to do that. I stri- uh, How do you do that? How do you? You can't. You, uh, uh, actually, producer Zane thinks we can. No, he's got something to say and let's give him the mic. What do we have to say? <laughs> Sorry for chiming in. I, I think I'm going to steal uh, something from Dan Savage, who is a relationship yes. uh, columnist. Um, every every person you date every relationship you have is going to fail until one doesn't yes so you need to have as much fun as you can in that process until it doesn't until you find what you want until you find something else um yeah i think that that's kind of the basis is like you and you sound like you are having you 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 are happy where you are Mm. but you're just you're kind of sometimes you beat yourself up about what could be you just also say i wish i knew what i was doing wrong it's nothing do you Mm. know that the odds that you're going to run into somebody that you can be compatible with for the rest of your life. Do you know how fucking low that is? Like when stuff happens, it just happens and it's not you. It's it's luck. 
Yeah. And how many people around you have dated and found the right person on their on their first person that they've dated? And how many people around you have settled and they're actually quite miserable most of the time because they just didn't want to be alone? I'm happy as single. Yes, I get wistful for cuddles and love and romance and all of that kind of stuff, but I on a day-to-day basis I am happier alone than I ever was walking on eggshells in my past relationships. Yeah, and so I think you need to recontextualize what your happy happiness looks like. I and but conversely, I've always thought I was better in a relationship, better in a, as part of a team. I thought I was a team player, but then the more I've gone on the you know time, I become a different person. Different things happen to me. I've realized no, you you're strong on your feet by yourself. You, yes. you, you like your independence. Uh, it would tear me apart if I uh, if things ended with my girlfriend now, but it, I would be okay by myself. It's such a it's so such a good revelation to we're have. We're not all we're not all racing towards the same goal. I think yeah. uh, we're we're all running different races. So just run focus on your race and try not to rub a neck on other people too much because then you're just measuring their success and their happiness and their. But no, mm. you, you you're you, doing baby. everything right. There's literally nothing that you are doing wrong at this point, and just know that you're not alone. Everyone feels like that sometimes. Ed, Some people feel lonely even in marriages. So oh, yeah. I, I, just I, talk about it with your friends. I bet there are some married people on this planet who are very lonely, who yeah. are very lonely, can't f- feel trapped or feel lost or feel... And you've got none of that, Rita. You've got none of that baggage. You've got, you're got you not beholden to anyone. That's right. Have fun in every interaction that you have. And just remember, every terrible date means you've got a wonderful dating story that you can come tell us. Yes, <laughs> that's right. All right, shall we leave it there for this particular mini-sode that's turned into a bit longer than a mini-sode? Yes, we've had a bit of a chin wag on this one, so we'll forego our normal uh, long ranty outro and just thank you all for listening and um hope you know you're where well. to find us right in are you sick of humans do you want to learn cocktail facts to horrify your co-workers at your next fancy christmas party or do you simply want to horrify the next person that rants about what lifestyle is or is not quote-unquote natural then you should listen to fornication one of the most ethically questionable podcasts out there, dedicated to unnecessary education and airing out Mother Nature's dirty laundry. Tune in for exciting phrases such as love darts, elastic navel cavities, echolocation jamming reproductive organs, and inconveniently located teeth. If any of those phrases horrified you, that's okay. You're completely normal, and I welcome you and your affliction anyways. So stop by and learn about all the Google searches I did so you don't have to. Phonication is available on all platforms and for as long as I fly under the FBI's radar. New episodes every other hump day, because of course I chose Wednesday. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the jackalope 
is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.